Hey ladies, I hope you're having an awesome day today. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about the sober curious movement. I remember hearing this term several years ago and I've seen it inside of posts and your language when you come into the Facebook group to let me know kind of where you are and what you're looking for. So I'm going to really just talk about what that is and is this right for you? Is this the the thing that you want to go towards? And I want to let you know the masterclass is ready and it is five steps to help you to stop drinking or stop over drinking without so much stress and overwhelm. And it just is a framework and a support for you to where you can sit down. It's about an hour. And then I'm going to give you an opportunity to see and hear from previous clients of mine, their testimonies and where they are now. And some of them are two years in alcohol-free. Some of them are early alcohol-free. And it just helps to see what other women are saying. And here's what's great is you get an opportunity to watch this masterclass and decide, is this the time for me? Am I ready to actually get full on support to help me with my drinking? And you have the opportunity to get a free call with me. So you just click it and book it and we can have a conversation. I can kind of just see where you are, see what your struggles are, what your goals may be. But here's the deal. I want you to be serious about this. I want you to truly watch the masterclass, at least get the the framework. And I know you've probably been here for a while. If you're new to the podcast, there's tons of content here for you that you can start right away. What I am finding is most of my clients that come to me, when they come to me and we get on this phone call, they're they're ready. They have been listening to the podcast for a little while. They've actually tried some of the exercises that I have presented. They've really kind of had their own battles inside of, I've tried this on my own. It's not really working. I know there's a struggle here, but they come to a place where they just really know, okay, I'm done. I'm done with this and I need help. It's not something I can do on my own. And for the most part, they also realize and understand that the alcohol is just the thing on the surface, right? It is the tip of the iceberg. And so the beauty of the support system that you will get from me is the fact that, yes, I will help you. I will give you tactical tools and strategies to help you stop the actual routine and habit of drinking. That is, that is in there. And here's the thing. Once we get underneath it and can uncover some of the beliefs you've been hanging on to, the patterns that's been part of your life, be able to really look into, hmm, I've been behaving this way and believing this since I was a little kid. Well, why is that? What happened? How can we rewrite your story? How can you really see things from a new perspective? Shine some light on the areas of your life that need healing that is the beauty of coaching and that is the that's the bread and butter so to speak that's the meat and potatoes that is the process by which not only will you go a little bit more with ease and you're not drinking because once you start dealing with this stuff you realize oh my gosh like there's this there's this beauty inside of this this process is it easy no can it be hard sometimes? Absolutely. 
But I would suggest that you are already experiencing a lot of hard right now. Your hard right now is this internal battle that you're having with yourself, the struggles that you're having around your drinking, potentially what might be going on inside your home and your relationships. So this is just a way for your brain to tell you like, oh no, this is something new. This is not familiar. It's going to be hard. Just know that that's normal and that's totally okay. And I do address that in the masterclass. And if you're ready, you're ready and you know it. So I will say no more. I'm going to direct you to setfreesisterhood.com slash masterclass to get signed up. And then you'll have the opportunity to set up a call. So I will meet you soon. Enjoy this episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself. You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. All right. Hey, ladies. So what is this sober, curious movement? Well, I looked it up like I do a lot. I like to Google things and get definitions and then kind of put my spin on it and my thoughts around it. So it says, sober, curious involves thinking about your decisions to drink rather than going along with social pressures. This often means cutting back. It could also mean attending social events without drinking, going to sober bars, or avoiding alcohol for periods of time. So it is basically the method, if we were going to call it a method or a movement, we're going to call it this, this mindful, being mindful about drinking. Now, this sounds amazing, right? And I think it's a great way to go into the process of questioning the ways alcohol affects you or doesn't affect you or maybe why you drink and what makes you drink and all that. This is a beautiful place of curiosity. And I believe that we all somewhat start here and we start here by recognizing that what is what we're doing now is not currently working for us. It is in a way because it's this habit loop and this process by which we have continued to live. But yet there's the internal dialogue, right? It's the internal battle of, oh, I wish I hadn't drank last night. Oh my goodness, I'm doing this all over again. I told myself this morning that I wasn't going to drink today, that I was going to really hydrate and eat healthy. And I was going to go to the gym. And then here I am at 430 already on my second glass of wine because I don't have to take the kids anywhere and we just get to hang out at home tonight, right? 
Is that your story? Um, that was mine. <laughs> a lot of days, that was mine. So I want us to all get curious. And I love the word curious because it allows you to explore. And that's a lot of even part of the strategy and the the feeling inside of coaching is just this curiosity, not the giving solutions or not judgments, but just having this curiosity like, huh, wonder why I think that way. I wonder why I believe that. Do I still believe that? And it just gives you, if you notice even this, the tonality of my voice, you're able to just feel this gentle, lighthearted curiousness, so to speak, right? So that's how I want you to approach it. And I want you to write down some questions. I just wrote a few questions that might be helpful for you. So if you have the opportunity and you have a notebook, I want you to write these down. So I hope what this does, it's just sort of just sparks more questions for you as you are in the beginning of your journey. And then we'll talk about, is this where you are now? Is this maybe where you have been for a while? And should you stay here in this place of curiosity or is there more? Okay. So I want you to just ask yourself simply, do I really want this drink right now? And think about it for a moment. Do I really want this? Okay. Maybe it's yes. Maybe it's no. Then expand on that. that opportunity is these questions are just prompts to expand your exploration of thinking to where you're like, oh, wait, I don't really want this. So why am I here in this moment pouring it? Or why am I at this table ordering it, right? Or yes, awesome, I want this. Well, why do you really want it right now? So the question number two is, what is the feeling that I'm wanting to escape right now? Because here's the deal. For the most part, our natural tendencies are to run away from pain and run towards pleasure. So typically, I think in this, this conversation specifically is, what pain are we running from, to be simply put? I am uncomfortable. What am I avoiding? So I want you to ask yourself that. Or the next question is, what is the feeling that I'm trying to get to? Am I trying to drink to create some sort of false sense of a feeling that I'm looking for? Are you believing that if I drink this, I'm going to be happier? If I drink this, I'm going to be calmer. A lot of our excuses and a lot of our thoughts are around stress. I'm stressed. I want to not be stressed. But stress is really more of a judgment of how we're actually feeling versus the feeling itself. So I want you to get brutally honest here because if we're going to be curious and we're going to be kind and we're not going to be judgmental of ourselves or the people around us, I still want brutal honesty and brutal. It does sound like a tough word, but why does that matter? Because sometimes honesty stings and sometimes we need to be stung because too many of us are walking around pretending and acting like everything's okay and it's not serving us or our relationships or anyone else we really come in contact with. 
So honesty by far is a huge priority and a non-negotiable in this journey. Next question. Is this my choice to drink or am I feeling outside pressure? This is a big one because so many of you have had conversations inside the group. I see it in your chatter and I've heard it from your mouths that, well, what am I supposed to do in social situations? All my friends drink. What are they going to think if I don't drink? What about my spouse or my partner? Now, am I saying, oh, it's just easy to just be like, oh, yeah, guys, I'm not drinking today. No, absolutely not. But what I'm saying is until you get curious of really what's going on here, you're not going to be able to see it and have the awareness. So if you're feeling like, you know, I really don't want to drink tonight, but I am because I'm with my girls tonight at a restaurant and I feel like I should because they're here, then we have a whole nother place to explore right? I want you to just imagine as this is an exploration. Stay inside of curiosity. Next question. What if I don't drink in this moment? Then what? What will happen? How will I feel? What will I say? Have the opportunity to tell yourself like, well, what if I choose not to? And then You get to take action from there. Next one. Am I avoiding something or someone? Now, this is a huge one for me. Full disclosure and honesty here. I spent a lot of my time and years avoiding. Because I'll give you a little side note here, which I think a lot of you have experienced. Because I was in sort of a belief And when we talk about our parents, right, we talk about what we learned or didn't learn. Here's the deal. Our parents, for the most part, unless you've been in some abusive situation, we're not talking about that here. If you were in a overall healthy home, our parents were really doing the best they could with the information that they had at that time. We took on as children certain beliefs and patterns throughout our lives. And that's just the way it is. Trust me, I see stuff in my own kids now that I didn't like put on them, but I'm, but I am in full awareness that because of the, some of the things that I have experienced and how maybe I avoided my emotions that affected them because of the years and them, me modeling that to them. So I'm hyper aware of it now because I was so avoidant for so long. Because I just had this belief that um, I didn't really know how to feel. Expressing emotions was weak. It made me vulnerable. Um, It didn't feel safe, emotionally safe. It was, there was a lot of fear that came up. So I was trained in my own way. I trained myself to avoid any conflict, to avoid any discomfort. So I want you to just think about that. Is there extreme discomfort or it doesn't even have to be extreme because when we get to a point where where our pattern is to avoid things, we begin to avoid all kinds of stuff. We even begin to avoid the really high emotional moments too, like extreme joy and extreme pleasure 
and fulfillment and celebration. There's a lot of reasons why that happens inside of the chemical parts of the alcohol and what it does. But it's also a lot of our pattern is there's some fear there too, because there again, it creates this this energy and this emotion in our body that we're not used to holding on to. It doesn't feel comfortable, even though in our minds we're thinking, what in the world? Why? This is a great, enjoyable moment. Why am I trying to numb out or avoid this or calm it down? It's because we're not, it's not familiar and we're not used to regulating that feeling. So the go-to is avoidance. So I just want you right now just to kind of pause for a moment and think in what areas of my life or in what relationships am I avoiding? Because I would say that most of us, there's something there. There's something there. And those are the beautiful, painful areas that we get to dive into inside of a coaching relationship and what I have been diving into inside of my coaching relationships and still continue to do that to be able to be set free and move through my life more whole and complete to who I am and who God made me to be. Number seven, how does alcohol actually make me feel in the moment and in the next day? Like, how does it actually make me feel? Really getting curious whether you're talking about feelings in like the physical, you know, the tingly or the blurry or the sleepy or the goofy, and then the next day. And then number eight, how is drinking affecting my life? And you can break it down in categories, relationships, health, faith, your career, and your goals. That's five areas that you can just really kind of touch on and see, hmm, how is this affecting my life? Based on my curiosity of, I'm thinking about reducing or quitting. Why? What's got me to this place of questioning my relationship with alcohol? So what do you see yourself doing and where are you on this journey? And I want to share with you just a few thoughts before we go around this beautiful curiosity. I love this and I think that this is something that all humans could potentially do in different areas of their life if they're attached to something or if they're in a habit loop of something, even with food, right? We could do the same process with why do I come home and sit on the couch and binge on Netflix and not move? Why is that my coping mechanism? What am I trying to escape? What is the feeling I'm trying to get? All those things or same thing with food. Why am I coming home and eating, you know, making a tin of brownies and eating half of them? So here's the beauty of it is I believe that all of us can find this super powerful and we can get curious. And there comes a point where this is not enough. And I I just want to share the reality because I just firmly believe that there are some of you, and I've heard from you, there are some of you that have been actually at a season and a place in your life where you've been able to listen to the podcast, you've been able to do these reflection questions, you're taking action, you're journaling, you're practicing, you're removing alcohol, and you've been able to get to a place where it's working great for you. 
and you, you've removed it and you're messaging me and you're like, Hey, you know, I'm six weeks alcohol free and I'm really feeling so much better. Thank you for your podcast. Or, Hey, I totally don't want this anymore. I've resurrendered my life to Christ and it's just not an issue for me. I love that. And that's amazing. And that's the beauty of a podcast because it's spread out everywhere. I get notifications weekly of all these different countries where you're hearing my voice and it is so humbling. I'm like, it's crazy that there's someone over in Africa and Brazil and the Bahamas and all these places that are hearing my little Southern voice. So if you're listening, shout out to all of you who, who listen and are taking the time to absorb this information and make life changes. And there are, I will say, the majority of you that have been in this space for a while now, that you've had the curiosity, you've tried to answer these questions the best of your ability, you've seen some of the answers in front of you, you've started this place of dishonesty, and then something stops you in your tracks. And you're just like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't see it. I can't live with these thoughts in my head. I don't know what I'm going to do. Or you'll go a day or two and then you're right back at it. Or you'll go two weeks and then you're full throttle right back at your drinking. And then maybe some binging starts because you've withheld for like a week or more. I just want you to know that I see you and I get it. And that's the beauty and the, the, just the truth that you need help. And the beauty that I'm here to help you. If this is where you are and you're willing to do the work, you're willing to invest in yourself, there's all kinds of options for you out there. If you feel like you need to go to rehab, go to rehab. If you feel like you need to go to AA or celebrate recovery or some sort of specialized group, absolutely do that. Don't just stay stuck. And I know that most of you really desire a very personal customized approach anonymously to where you don't feel like you have to go and put things into your schedule. And you also know that, yeah, alcohol is my thing. And that's what I'm coping with. This is what you're saying to yourself. And, you know, my husband's got his own thing that he's got to deal with. And my best friend's got her thing that she needs to deal with. But you also recognize, like, I know there's stuff underneath I realize my marriage is falling apart. I realize that I am just overwhelmed by my teenagers. I realize that there's some really crazy stuff that I dealt with growing up. Abuse, whether it was sexual abuse or um, mental abuse or just neglect or just like I said in the beginning, there are those that we had really good upbringing but they didn't know what we know now. And the beauty of the season of life we're in with the mental health and the self-improvement and the growth, it's just becoming more and more known. There's still so much out there to be discovered and there will always be, but at least now we're all talking about it more. Those of us who are in this community of coaches, therapists, healers, all these places where we can say, oh my goodness, you do have more control than you ever thought you did with inside of yourself and with your thoughts and how you can make decisions and move in throughout your life. If you live in a safe, healthy environment 
which means you have food and you have water and you have jobs and you're not being, you know, entrapped or things like that. You have the ability to move about your life. Then you have ability to change and heal and really step into who you're meant to be. Okay. I hope this encourages you. I hope that you actually take these questions and you get curious. And I hope also that not only will you go watch the masterclass, but you'll get on a call with me if you're ready. And I want you to continue. Whatever you do, don't sit here and tell yourself, oh, well, I've been doing this for a while and I'm the one that's stuck, but I'm just like, oh, well, something must be wrong with me. Don't allow that head talk to come in there because that's also, I believe, the enemy trying to keep you stuck because you are created for a purpose. You have meaning. You have, you're needed. That's what I want you to hear. You are needed in this world. And when we're consumed by over drinking and avoiding and hiding inside of ourselves and not really showing up as who we are, we're not, we're not fulfilled and we're not serving and being a part of the world as we're designed to be. So I love you. I hope this helps you. And until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.